You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Boy, I'm just so excited about this week. I know um, they uh, we just probably experienced uh, snow, um, and snow brings a whole nother perspective on surviving. Do you have food, you know, water, um, sh- you know, shelter, warmth, you know, so all those things we start thinking about, but as everybody's snowed in, you get to hang out with family, catch up on shows, catch up on a good book, make sure you have lots of teas to keep warm, all those things in mind. And as we think about, um, uh, you know, surviving in this snowstorm, um, we want to always have opportunity to just be able to be mindful, to stay connected to God, to pray, and to slow down. We take those as moments to, uh, forced moments to slow down, right? And get to be present again. So, uh, as always, we have topics around, uh, you know, staying strong, uh, getting up, not, not falling, uh, apart, becoming unraveled. And so we we want to talk to you around the topic today of assurance. You know, are you truly assured that God is with you? And so when we think about, um, you know, that thought, you know, is do you believe that God is with you? Do you realize that uh, he will not leave you or forsake you, you know? And I think that helps. That helps you to weather the storm. It helps you to press through. It helps you to be able to stand when you know that there is a solution, that God is working in your behalf. And I remember uh, what Isaiah 43, verse 2, and it says, When thou pass through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. And when you walk through the fire, thou shalt be, uh, not be burned, and neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. So, you know, I, I kind of utilize this scripture quite a bit, and I notice throughout the shows that it's my go-to. Like, you know, I'm. are you assured that when you're going through some some heavy storms, some heavy situations, when when you have different types of pressures, you know, um, it could be marital, it could be financial, you know, it could be a spiritual disconnection, it, you know, it could be health, you know, problems, disparities. Um, you do you realize that you know God is God is there and and sometimes it's just hard um to think about that in the storm you know thinking about positioning yourself making sure you're positioning and connected um with God you know but my i guess my question to you would be will you be ready when Jesus comes you know, are you fully committed 
Will you be prepared? You know, um, and that's that takes a matter of examination. You have to examine yourself. And we have to, you got to be able to ask God, you know, God, what's going on really on the inside of me? You know, um, and, and, you know, there's always situations that help us to uh, re- recognize that something's really going on, right? Because it's, how, you, how did you respond? Like somebody could have made a comment and you know you didn't respond probably as professional or as nice as you could have or should have. Or, or how you know, and so you you know, like that's a flag, and I think that life and God sends us through situations, um, a, a true perspective of what's going on inside. You know, it's like you know, how how do you really know what a person is doing or going through? Because basically, they'll say it because out of the you know mouth the Bible says, it speaks what your inner heart, it's your, what your heart is saying. You know, the, the, what we don't see, what we don't know you're thinking about, eventually out of the mouth, your heart speaks. You, you're gonna, you can kind of tell what the temperament or the climate is with the person, but due to the things that they're saying, if they're always depressed or they're always down in it. And right now, you know, there's various uh, reasons to be down and depressed. I get it. But uh, if it's a continual depression, if you cannot seem to get up or find any reason to be joyful, you know, it could be uh, you might need uh, to get, uh, have someone, you know, to talk to, you know, a professional. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, we have to keep, we have to be able to check in, you know. So we we want God to kind of show us what it is that we need to do to really get prepared and to get ready for him and for his return. And and so we have a few um, scriptures that we kind of want to talk about uh, today. Uh, I'm going to be reading from the, um, hmm, let's see, the Amplified Version. And uh, it's Luke 12, 35 through 41, the Amplified. And it says, be dressed and ready for active service and keep your lamps continuously burning. Be like men who are waiting for their master when he returns from the wedding feast so that when he comes and knocks, they may immediately open the door for him. Blessed, happy, prosperous, to be admired are those servants whom the master finds awake and watching when he arrives. I assure you and most solemnly say to you that he will prepare himself to serve and will have them recline at the table and will come and wait on them. Whether he comes in the second watch before midnight or even in the third after midnight, and finds them so prepared and ready, blessed are those servants. But be sure of this, that if the head of the house had known at that what time the thief was coming, he would have been awake and alert and would 
not have allowed his house to be broken into. You too be continually ready because the Son of Man is coming at an hour that you do not expect. <laughs> Peter said, Lord, are you addressing this parable to us, disciples, or to everyone else as well? <laughs> so, amen. And, um, and that's, that's very, very, very promising in a sense that are you ready? Are you ready and waiting for the master to return? And when he returns, how will he find you? What will be your conversation? What have you created? What are you doing when he returns? And and part of not like giving up is like because God's coming back and 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 we want to be able to present to him, you know, um, <clears throat> something that you know uh, that he had gifted us and empowered us to do. We want to be able to say, Lord, um, I, I've been walking by faith. I've been uh, walking um, in this area that you have placed upon my heart. Uh, right, like, right. What season right now? What has God put on your heart? Like somebody said um, that they wanted to be a, uh, um, um, you know, like a, uh, what do you call it? A trainer, you know, and that's great. Like they found their purpose, their niche, you know. Um, somebody else said, hey, you know, I'd really like to work with kids and troubled youth. And, you know, that's great. They found their niche. You have to find that niche that God has placed for you to do, right? And, and, and make sure you're doing it and be ready. Because, listen, the thing is, is no, who is prepared for a thief? Like, the thief doesn't come and warn you like, oh, I'm going to come to your house on Tuesday at 6 o'clock. No, a thief waits to find entry when you're not looking, when you're not um, being, uh, when you're not ready. He comes unexpectedly. And we don't want to be uh, like the person who was robbed. They didn't know the thief was coming because we were told that Jesus is going to return for his bride that won't have spot or wrinkle. And so we want to make sure that we are we are ready, we have the right mindset in that we're just working, that we're walking in the fruit of the spirit, we're walking in, you know, peace and love and joy. And 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 I know we say those things, peace, love and joy, and those are probably three of the most difficult things to do when surrounded by difficult uh, people. And so it's not easy to always have peace, you know, to not let the, you know, and, and here's the thing. I, there was a time when, you know, you, your, 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 your debt was so out of hand. So let's reel that in because that's going to cause a lot of stress. It's not going to cause you peace. If you're overspending, if your credit cards are all maxed out. And so we want to be again to taper that 
right? You're not going to find peace if you having to lose, you know, 60 to 100 pounds. Like there's no peace in trying to have to, you know, diet plan and, you know, you're stressed you're, and, and, and your body takes on the form of that stress. And we see it in uh, the numbers, the high blood pressure, the high cholesterol, or the di- the threat of diabetes, or the threat of heart disease. So, so there's always uh, um, a consequence for when we're out of alignment with what God has said. And so we have to begin to examine ourselves so that we can begin to find out where is the enemy, where has he come in, and therefore how are we going to now handle that thing? Now that my weight is out of control, how am I going to bring it back into alignment? So how am I going to start shaving off my eating and exercising? And that my way that, that your body will be balanced, your mind will be balanced, that your sleep will be balanced. And so there's a lot of things where people are really stressful, they really have anxiety, and yet those areas are all out of whack. So body, mind, and spirit. As a man thinketh, so is he. So their thoughts are out of alignment, their eating is out of alignment, their sleeping is out of alignment. And so we got to begin to be ready, you know, and 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 not allow the enemy to come in like a thief in these areas of our life because as the bible warns us that the son of man is coming at an hour that we do not expect and we do not want to be found in sin we do not want to be found not walking in the alignment of god and so i I mean, just putting it as clearly and as positively, you have a purpose and the enemy's trying to steal. He's trying to come in and sway you and distract you and to get your mind on all other things extravagant so that you are not focusing in the area that God has placed you on an assignment. And so it's the enemy's job to take you away from your assignment. And so we've got to be ready. Now, there is a parable of the faithful steward, and we want to be found faithful, right? And so we see in verse 42, uh, the Lord said, Who then is the faithful and wise steward of the estate, whom his master will put in charge over his household to give his servants their portion of food at the proper time? And so God has has proportionately given everyone what it is that they need. He said, I've given you all a measure of faith. Like T.D. Jakes don't have no more faith than, wasn't given any more faith than you. We've all been given a measure. Now, what he's done is he's maximized his measure as we have opportunity to maximize what God has given us as well. Verse 43 says, Blessed, happy, prosperous to be admired is that servant whom his master finds so doing when he arrives. He said, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, he will be put in charge of all his possessions. But if that servant says in his heart, my master is taking his time in coming. All right, come on. Some of us say, well, this dream that I have, this vision that I have, it seems like the Lord is taking his time. It doesn't seem like he's going to come through at all. 
Amen. And so we begin to get discouraged. We begin to take our eyes off the prize. We begin to self to have negative self-talk. We begin to uh, walk in disbelief and unbelief and discontentment. All of a sudden, things start uh, not working um, properly as we had planned them to. So we have to uh, stay focused. Amen and stay connected to God because we won't be able to find the answer until God shows us, right? Until we are walking uh, in the will that God has. Amen. So I want to uh, start off again and read 45 again. And it says, but, and if that servant say in his heart, my Lord delayeth his coming and shall begin to beat the men servants and maidens and to eat and drink and to be drunken. Isn't that funny that sometimes that you can, um, uh, when, when, when you uh, are frustrated or feel discontented, you begin to start beating at, eating at, you're uh, picking at the, the very thing that God has given you. That dream, that thing, it's, it's like, can you imagine the farmer who planted a seed and then began to get discouraged and went and picked, plucked the seed back out? Well, the, you don't, don't, don't ruin and sabotage with the possibilities, that thing that could happen. Amen. Now I'm going to go to the King James Version, and we're at uh, 46. And the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him, and at an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him in sunder, and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant which knew his Lord's will and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew not and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whomever much is given, of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much of him, they will ask the more. Hallelujah. So in other words, amen, from, from everyone to whom much has been given, much will be required, right? And to whom they entrusted much of him, they will, will ask all the more. So amen. That what we really want to focus on, hallelujah, that if God has given you that dream, he's given you that vision, this is not the time to begin to give up. This is the time to re-strategize, to recoup, to get back up uh, um, and, and, to, and to look, hallelujah, right in the midst. Do you know that sometimes your answer is right there with you, around you? Hallelujah. And we don't often have to go far. We just have to recalibrate. We have to reopen up our eyes, right? We got to keep our lamps continuously burning. Amen. We cannot let the fire go out. And that's the one thing. You cannot let the fire of your faith go out. Get damned in any way. Hallelujah. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's how we grow our faith. We grow our faith because what's impossible for man is possible with God. We grow our faith when we begin to think, hallelujah, as God has thought. Amen. And when we realize that we have been created in his image, hallelujah, we'll be able then to get up and know that we're just not mere men and women, that we have been anointed and appointed by God to do this very thing. Hallelujah. Don't for a moment let the enemy get in through negativity, through hallelujah, people who 
don't understand the thing that God has given you, it's one thing that I realize is that sometimes people can make things look easy. And sometimes people, when they're walking in their and their purpose, their assignment, their giftings, amen. We want to just encourage them because we weren't designed to do it. I don't understand how you could do it. Don't understand where you get the strength to do it. I don't even understand why you want to do it. Hallelujah. And that's when I realized that it's not for me to do. But the only thing, because he told us all that we could encourage each other. And so let me encourage you on your down day. Get up, sister. Get up, my brother. Amen. Because that's not what he gifted me to do, but he gifted you to do it and you can do it. And so, hallelujah. And then I pray one day that someone would turn around and be like, wow, looks like you sitting still. You should be open in your mouth. And it's so funny that if God has given you something to say and to speak, isn't it funny how the enemy would make so much mental um, dust in your mind that you don't even want to talk? Don't you understand that the enemy can reverse that very thing that God wants you to do? Hallelujah. And you'll be like swept away in a fog. Hallelujah. And don't even realize it. You don't even see when that happens. Like, when did I get off track? When did I get off course? Hallelujah. And so don't you know that the uh, that the enemy uses pride? And so sometimes we have to just be humble enough to admit when we've lost track, got off track, can't find the track. Lord, help me. And he'll come. Lord, forgive me. And he will. And Lord, help me to get up. And he does. Hallelujah. We have to trust God. We have to trust God. Trust God. What situations are you allowing in your life that cause your fire to go out? It could be sorrow. It could be a loss. Hallelujah. Amen. It could be you were fired from your your job. You might have gotten bad news health-wise. Those things can throw you off, and we don't know what the final verdict is. But I have to say that if 20 people had this same situation and their outcome was not good, I can begin to get up and say, but that does not have to be my testimony. And then you got to put on the mind of Christ, the faith that he had, and begin to pray and begin to believe that God can turn it around. And then as you begin to see, hallelujah, you just have to take one day. I heard a brother tell Tell me today, you have to just take one day at a time. Hallelujah. And I spirit leaped and I was in agreement. You absolutely right that I know sisters and brothers and mothers and fathers, you're raising your children and it doesn't seem like it's going good. It doesn't seem like they're going to change. It doesn't seem as though they're listening, but we have to pray. I want to remind you that to that your pastors can only give you a word of encouragement, but you are the pastor of your home. You are the one that has to speak over your home. You are the one husband that has to pray and protect the wife. You are the one who has to, my the wives, you are the one who has to help your husbands, your helpmate. Amen. And there are stories in the Bible that help us to be able to stay in the positions that God has given us. But the enemy entices us to want to be more, to want more and to never be satisfied with what we have. Hallelujah. Maybe you have money issues. Amen. But we have to realize, hallelujah, that that can't be the reason why we let our fire go out. 
Amen. <clears throat> I brought a program that was supposed to help me to be able to align my business better. And the program I felt was so difficult. It's like not only I, 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 I just don't I can't even understand how to use it. Amen. And so how can I have a better business when I can't even use the system that is supposed to help it get better? And when I sent a text out to the person who wrote the software, they began to say, send me things that say, well, if you would look at this and look at this, it will help you to know where to begin. And sometimes we just need a little assistance. You're just going to have to reach out and ask somebody so that they can show you and to help you see where you can begin. Oh, you may say there's, is there any good people left? Is there anyone who's willing to help? And I'm going to have to say yes. I'm going to have to say that God has surrounded you with things and people and resources that if you would open your eyes and trust God, you're going to bump right into them. And you're going to realize like in, that, that it was there all along. Hallelujah. We've got to push away the mindset that says, I have to do it all. I, I have to know it all because we won't, we don't. It is so, there's so much to know and so much to learn. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to guard yourself. Amen. How do we guard ourselves? so that we don't allow these circumstances to come and to cause our fire to burn. I tell you, I, I'm one who loves to see, to love, have a fireplace and logs burning in the fireplace. And when it seems as though that log is and the embers are lowering, I want to throw in another log to just spark up the fire. And yet we've got to learn how to do that very thing in our own personal lives. And when we feel like we are going out and our fire is going out, we've got to know what spiritual log we've got to throw in, hallelujah, so that we would get burning on fire again, fired up for the gospel, fired up for our business, fired up for our families, fired up for our communities, that we see possibility more than we see impossibility, that we see signs and wonders and miracles more than we do not see them. The norm would be to see them. The norm is to lay hands on the sick and they recover. The norm is that we see dead men rise up, that we see blind men see, that we see crippled men walk. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whether that's figuratively or literally, don't get stuck. But it means that we should not be stagnant, but we should be like a river that is moving. He said that we ought to be like trees planted by the river of water, bringing forth its fruit in its season. We ought to see fruit. Hallelujah. If God's in it, we see multiplication in fruit. Amen. Hallelujah. And if you haven't seen it yet, you got to wait on it. You got to water it. You've got to make sure you have fertilizer on it. Hallelujah. You've got to trust the process. Amen. Don't go dig up that seed. Amen. Trust the process that you have planted it in good ground, good soil, and you're going to see a return. Amen. We're going to guard our hearts. We're going to guard our, our, our destinies. We're going to guard those things, the assignments that God has given us. Amen. Hallelujah. 
And when we see that fire go out, we're going to relight it, throw a log in, and burn all over again. We're praying for revival. We're believing that that God is going to revive us, revive our churches, revive our communities, and that we're going to see a difference. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for these people who are listening today. We thank you, oh God, hallelujah, that you would continue to touch them and that you would continue to strengthen them in all that they do, Father. We pray, oh God, that you would be glorified and that your light will shine. And we thank you and give you praise. Now, those obstacles that are in their way, Father God, remove them. Cause them to see what areas, when they do self-examination, that they need to pray on, that they need to begin to, 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 to move in. Hallelujah. So that change and transformation can come. We give you praise and thanks in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. God bless.